forever. Hi, Andrew. And hey, everybody else. And welcome to our podcast. Scary Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod. pod. It is a podcast about scary stories, urban legends, scary things that make you laugh, funny things that make you scared. (laughs) Um, It's hosted by two sort of chatty comedy friends. And if you're a very lonely person, you probably like it. Um, It's not super well researched. Um, So just think of it as like, if you've ever been at a party and someone is telling a story about like, a girl they went to camp with that their cousin saw a ghost for real. <laughs> that is the energy that we strive to foster uh-huh. on our podcast. Like you're at a party. Remember parties? Uh, barely. Once this starts up again, um, I, I, you can you can find me by the cocktail meatball station and that's where we'll be doing scary <laughs> stories. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, and so, Andrew, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you have planned for all of us today. Well, everybody hear me out. Uh, it's a Wednesday. and Listen to him. Just let him talk <laughs> before you all cut him off. I'm going to go to full Jimmy Stewart and be like, no, please, just, just hear me <laughs> out. <laughs> um, I know I've been called in by my community for harm. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so it is a Wednesday today. And mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, since it is what we do every Wednesday, since God opened his sweet eyes upon our heads... <laughs> you're gonna say ass <laughs> oh, no i would no listen, listen. E- in in such close close proximity to easter you know uh, even i have my limits you um, uh but it's wednesday we're gonna do an urban legisode today um and this one very thankfully comes from a gentle listener um and i'm very excited because i've never heard about this figure of folklore um and i'm very excited to share with you anna i can't wait all right so I won't say the uh, subject because it's going to spoil it right away. Okay. Aloha, Anna and Andrew. Huge fan of the podcast, writing to you from Hawaii. Oh, my God. Cool. This is huge for us. Not to be colonialist, but cool. (laughs) (laughs) Is it okay to say that Hawaii is cool? I I think think it's it's okay to say Hawaii is cool. I think (laughs) think we're not allowed to be like, Hawaii is cool. Now, I want an air-conditioned Shoney's to eat at there. (laughs) I feel like... Oh my God, Shoney's is. I do you want to go to Hawaii or do you want to go to Shoney's? <laughs> no, that that the is, is the ultimate question. Yeah. Um, I've been wanting to send this email to you for the longest time, but I wanted to work my way through all the podcasts just to make sure this wasn't something you've already covered. How incredibly thoughtful! Uh, and I had to work up the courage to send this email. I get nervous around important people. Oh, okay. Listen. Come on. Oh, it's very kind. My star meter on IMDb. Plummeting, everybody. Kari, listen, you're, <laughs> it's very sweet. And I've been the person saying you're important to someone who's fighting with you before and it's uncomfortable, but <laughs> let me assure you. <laughs> this is, but that's very double. That's very sweet. I will get high on that implication uh, for a week, but right. thank you. <laughs> like you, and I think a lot of fellow LGBT plus folks, I grew up on a steady diet of scary stories that traumatize my ass off. <laughs> The connection between queerness and loving ghosts is absolutely established. It is, it, it, it is inarguable. That just is the fact. 
Um, From scary stories to tell in the dark to Bruce Cobble's amazing collection of nightmares, ghosts, and spine tinglers. Wow. Always love a Bruce Cobble. Oh, Anna, I might have to get you that for your birthday. They're a really great series. Yeah. Uh, I spent my childhood terrified. (laughs) I wanted to share a story from another book that filled my childhood growing up in Hawaii with a number of terrors, both large and small. The Obake Files, Japanese pronunciation Obake, is the collected works of the late historian Glenn Grant, who was problematic in a few ways, but still collected a large archive of ghost stories collected in Hawaii. Like both of you and me, and probably most of the listeners, he professed to being a huge chicken, but still being fascinated by ghost stories. I wanted to share a short one with you from that collection, along with my own dream encounter with the entity within. Oh, a dream encounter with an entity? You came to the right place. <laughs> my God. And also, uh, Kari very kindly puts in pronunciation help, which, good Lord, thank you, bless you. Um, always helpful because Anne and I are people who, uh, stress ourselves out trying to get names exactly right. Yes. I'm probably even the screwed up still, but, but, uh, Kari's done an excellent <laughs> job. This is the account of the faceless woman of Vi Wai Aala drive-in. <laughs> uh, Hawaiian pronunciation, Vi, like Count Dracula saying Y. Oh, so I even did it wrong. Vi, like Count Dracula saying Y, followed by a glottal stop, then Allah, like the French Allah, blended at the end with an unsure eh, <laughs> though a frequent pronunciation is Y-L-I. Um, so, okay. so let me try this again. Uh, Vi, like Count Dracula saying Y, Vi, followed by a glottal stop, ah, then Allah, Allah, blended to the end with an unsure eh. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this. Vi, Allah, eh. That's my try. How'd I do, Great. So here is the account. I'm sorry that it took so long to get there. Account is here. In this, one of the most famous of all the local Abake traditions, the haunting unfolds casually. Around midnight, a young woman goes into the restroom to freshen her lipstick. Standing at the mirror, combing her long black hair, is another young woman. The view of the face, however, is obscured by her beautiful silken hair. As the first girl approaches, the one at the mirror, she catches a reflection of the face. Only, there is no face. Beneath the luxurious hair is a smooth, fleshy orb without evidence of mouth, eye, nose, or ear. To add to the hysteria, the spirit at the mirror has no feet or lower limbs. The legs fade away into mist. Yes! This is amazing. And Andrew, I, I, I love a missed feet ghost. I, I love this. Let's forget about feet. If we're in the supernatural world, who needs them? Get rid of them. They're hard to draw, they're I hard, hear. They're hard to draw. <laughs> get rid of them. <laughs> I also, I have to give a huge shout out to the phrase smooth, fleshy orb. I, I love it. Gotta give a heads up. So scary. Heads uh, up? That's not a word for like, <laughs> a good thing. Just a heads up. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> this is a phenomenon. Oh, I've already just done it. Uh, a phenomenon of having a podcast is sometimes you make up maxims that don't exist. Like you're yes. just saying things that aren't real. Okay. Yes. Um, another encounter goes, one young Japanese American man shared with me what happened to his mother's cousin who with yes. other friends, a mother's Sorry. cousin. Yeah. This is the exact kind of go- second, third, fourth hand ghost story we're talking about. Anna, My friend's mother's cousin. Yes. You did yes. it. You did it in the beat. This is amazing. 
We did it. The singularity is real. Yes. Um, this happened to his mother's cousin, who with other friends had celebrated their graduation in 1972 by going to the outdoor movie theater. The cousin had gone into the restroom, but never returned. Going in to find out what happened, his mother found the girl unconscious in one of the stalls lying on the floor. She was rushed to the hospital, where she eventually recovered. However, for many years, she had recurring nightmares of what had happened in the restroom. As she was on the toilet, the latch door was pounded on by someone outside harassing her. She quickly finished her business and opened the and opened the door to confront the very rude person who had been knocking so insistently. As she looked into the woman's face, the cousin fainted. This lady's face was blank flesh. The vision still haunts her two decades later. This was very common in the 70s. People were seeing smooth flesh. They were seeing it at, at the movie theaters. Wow. When they were being... Um, since then, she's been spotted all around the islands with several accounts, even more spooky. A couple of them have a nice, scary twist at the end. Let me know if you'd like me to send more your way. Always, Kari. Thank you. Please. I've made her the focus of some of my research over the years. I'm a teacher with a weird fascination with ghost stories. Tag yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. And I've got so much to say about the faceless woman, but this email has already gone on for a while, so... I'll just jump to my own nightmare encounter with her. I have to say, Kari, we can tell you're a writer because this is moving perfectly at a clip and yet engaging. So this is great. And you're at the same time also apologizing for your existence, which I (laughs) think is a perfect sign of being (laughs) any kind of writer. Uh, This is no, I I could listen to truly four and a half hours of stories of this one. I really love this. Okay. (laughs) Several years ago, I was in the hospital with a broken arm and on a pretty steady drip of painkillers, which can cause some really fucked up dreams for some people, and I was no exception. After the third day in the hospital, I found myself in one of those extra fun nested nightmares where I would wake (gasps) up from one into the next. (gasps) Come on. Are we still doing this? Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Our brains have to grow up. Get a life. Don't do this. At some point, I became lucid in the process and tried to accelerate my awakenings to try to get out. Wow. At which point I find myself in the dream, seated on a tatami, straw floor, mat, in a house I grew up in, sitting across a table from the faceless woman. Come on. She leaned across the table, her blank face an inch from mine, at which point the wall behind me erupted into hands, pulled me into it, and submerged me into darkness. I tried to twist my way out and managed to wake up in my hospital bed. <laughs> Erupt into hands. <laughs> Erupt into hands and you're to blame. Maybe um, you give love a no face. Like that, maybe. We can pitch. I think, we can talk more. You know, you know, that went A to C and I respect it. Oh my um, god. Well this, I'm that. You need to ask for fewer drugs at that point. Oh, yeah. This is... Oh, my God. Well, the doctor re- asks you to rate your pain from 1 to 10, but you can rate your painkillers <laughs> from wall to wall of hands. <laughs> that's that's too much. This is too much. Um, well, I'm relatively sure this is more of the pain meds than a haunting, I can't help but wonder if she was paying me a visit. Hope this doesn't turn into another viral nightmare for anyone, but I thought folks might enjoy the shivers. Stay spooky and get out. Kari Clements. 
Thank wow. you, Kari. Oh my God. This, I am so, Andrew, there has to be a word for when you've heard a ghost story that you love so much that hits every one of your buttons and you're yeah. just like purring. Like, it, I just feel so satisfied right now. This is an instant new favorite for me. And and yeah, oh. it is certainly a part of the evocativeness of a faceless woman in a drive-in movie theater bathroom, which is the, the specificity of that is so great. Yes. Um, Wait, were these both, these were both bathrooms. These were both bathrooms, which, so this is, um, so Oh, Car- it's at the same place. Yeah. And Kari very, very generously, um, gives us a newspaper clipping that Grant references in the book that might provide some, uh, fun reading plus a spooky illustration. And likewise, here's everyone's favorite encyclopedia article on it, um, AKA Wikipedia. So I'm going to open this. So this is a Wikipedia page for, and I, uh, uh, Nopera Bo, um, which is a faceless ghost, uh, a Japanese yokai that looks like a human but has no face. Um, they are sometimes mistakenly referred to as a mujina, an old Japanese word for a badger or raccoon dog. Both of those. Although those the mujina can assume the form of the other, Nopera Bo are usually disguised as humans. Such creatures were thought to sometimes transform themselves into Neparabo to frighten humans. Um, it worked. I mean, what, Anna, what do you think it is? What do you think it is about a faceless human that is so scary? Um, oh God, a couple things. I think that it's looking at you, but you have no way of assessing anything about it, but right. it's seeing you. Yeah. And like all the things that you would use to determine if something is friend or foe are not there, you've got no eyeballs or eyebrows or mouth. Um, and also it's impossible to be alive, I guess, with no openings on your face. So it right. means that it's a ghost kind of. Yeah. There must be like, I remember, I think one of the first like scratches to this itch of fright is in the matrix when um, Neo's mouth melts into, and it's just, he just has no oh, mouth anymore. Yeah. 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 And also the twilight zone movie. There was, um, I, there was another book of scary stories I used to read called, I think tales from the midnight hour. And there was a story called smooth as an eggshell or like smooth as an egg. egg. And it was about a kid um, in like a little, in like a little town and everyone he meets has a smooth face with no features. Mm. And that scared the bejesus out of me. That's yeah. What do you think is scary about it? Yeah. I mean, I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think that's exactly right. I also think imagining having no way of expressing yourself, like putting yourself in the shoes of a faceless person is scary. Right. To have like no identifying feature and also no way to show expression or receive any sort of senses other than your ears. I assume in this illustration, um, the entity has ears, but, but in others, it seems like it, it doesn't. Oh my God. It's so funny. I was looking up, um, uh, Google image searches for faceless woman. Yeah. And one of them was, it's a bunch of like deviant art pages. And then a Mara Wilson's headshot. Because she voices a <laughs> faceless right. old woman who secretly lives in your home from Welcome to Night Vale. Oh, wow. I, a, I mean, I'm sure that podcast. must have taken some light inspiration from this, whether conscious or unconscious. Oh, my God. Um, I loved this character. It's a, And she so voices great. it so well. Mara's such she a really good, good. performer. Um, oh, my gosh. Anna, are you seeing – so this um, this newspaper clipping. Yeah, that, that made me gasp prematurely. This illustration. <laughs> like that it's like a courtroom – 
like rendering of a ghost. <laughs> it's kind of great, but it's, it's very artistic. I, it is. It's kind of gorgeous. It's and it's 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 a gesture towards Stephen Gamble. I feel. Oh my um, god! It oh, really is. I'm gonna read a bit of it and just see if there's some interesting things here. So this is from a this is from a 1959 article. Um, god, and it's called "In One Ear" in one by ear Bob Kraus, which Krause. looks like it's some sort of recurring. I love um, that. I, oh my god! And it's from May nineteenth, which is famously my birthday. Anna, Anna, this this, this could be me. a good Halloween costume for you. I think I think this is how uh, a lot of um, famous people see me. Like, <laughs> faceless girl who's crying in the bathroom. I don't know what was her name. <laughs> her vibe was Megan, but I don't think her name was Megan. If that makes sense. Um, um, god, it's me. A faceless ghost has drawn packed houses at the. And I'm going to try this again. Via Ale drive-in. Yes. Since last week when the spook put in an appearance in the ladies' restroom. The story is all over town. This is exciting because this is like a real time. Like this isn't, this happened a long time ago. This, this, this writer's talking about something that is going on at the moment, 1959. Um, here's how I got it yesterday from a university student who heard it firsthand from a friend of somebody who was at the theater on that, faith, on that fateful night. Also, just the sentence, this story is all over town, <laughs> is so 50s and funny. It's funny to hear someone in the 50s talking about a ghost. Yes. It's so charming. It's the two stories from the email. And then in tracking down the story, I unearthed one clue that is considered extremely important by experienced ghost chasers in Hawaii. The Vaya Isla. Vaya Isla? Vaya. So. Vaya Isla. Correct. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I can't tell if the glottal stop is its own thing or if it is more like a consonant. I would be, Kari, tell us how we're doing. You've done Someone, such an excellent job of giving us instructions and this is just two people at the end of their ropes. Yeah. Kari, do us a favor and just scream the answer as loud as you can right now <laughs> and we'll hear it. Okay. It didn't work. Okay. Um, the theater is located next to a cemetery. One of my uh, informants explained to me what this means. My father once told me of a family years ago who built a new house in Kala, Kalahai, Kalahi on an empty lot, not realizing somebody was buried there. When the house was finished, they moved in. The next morning when they awoke, they found they were sleeping out in the yard. <gasps> <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh. <laughs> they had built the house over an old Hawaiian grave and the ghost of the dead man would not let them sleep there. They finally moved. Yes, Andrew, I think that's, that's the right move. Can you believe this? And then the article writer, what's his name? Uh, Bob Krause goes Bob on Krause. to say, I am not sure how this would apply to ladies' restrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Rude. In any event, I called Albert Silva, manager of the drive-in theater, to find out. Mr. Silva didn't mind talking about the ghost. It's no wonder. The spook has packed the house. Oh. Every night, a couple dozen people ask me if I've seen the ghost, he said. I haven't, but I've sure heard enough about it. Business has been booming since Thursday. Of course, there's not a bit of truth to the ghost story. I have eight girls working here right up until 1 a.m., and not one of them has ever been harmed or seen anything scary. This reminds me of those bomb scaries going around the schools a few months ago. This feels very different, sir. Sir, it's 1959. The bomb scaries are correct. One night about a week ago, a woman came to tell me her lady friend had seen a faceless woman in the ladies' restroom. I told her to bring the lady friend around so I could meet her. She never did. (laughs) No. 
Sir, my friend saw a faceless woman in the restroom. Well, bring her. Let me look at it. <laughs> no. She sounds great. That's- I've got a nephew who I could set her up with. This isn't how this works, sir. <laughs> He's got no butthole. <laughs> I don't ask um, questions, and neither should you. <laughs> That's probably why I got the story. That's probably what got the story started. But I've never seen any reports of anybody fainting or being hurt at the theater. Never. Wow. I also know there's a girl that comes to the theater who likes to play practical jokes. <laughs> well? <laughs> what? She slips paper into the doors of the restrooms to scare the people inside. <gasps> and she locks the doors. I've never caught her at it. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is... Burying the lead. Bathroom prankster in a Hawaii drive-in movie theater in the late 50s is an A24 movie. That is so good. I think, Kari, Kari, you should probably write it. Kari, let's go in together. (laughs) Let's get this going. Oh, my God. No, I actually need to delete this episode so I can write this. I can't get over. This is such a treasure trove. I'm I'm also so fa- like we've talked at length before about how um how like incredibly rich Japanese folklore is, um and then this interface with like Hawaiian folklore and the way that those two like turn into something new, I'm very fascinated by. Yes, oh my goodness, this oh, is amazing. Faceless ghosts, that is so this scary is to me. There's more to the article. I'm oh yeah, sorry. Please. <laughs> One lady, this is back to Bob Krause speaking. Yeah. One lady I know went to the drive-in movie just so she could stop by the ladies' room for a chat with the faceless ghost. But the spook <laughs> never showed up. I can't decide if this is the same phantom reported by kids at Jarrett, Jarrett Intermediate School last week. But I'm working on it. So, if you have any clues as to the whereabouts of the faceless ghost in the ladies' restroom, would you please give me a call? This I want to see. <laughs> This is so wild. tickled. I'm, I'm, I really am <sighs> flabbergasted by this because it's so good. This is how I felt after I saw La La Land for the first time before <laughs> like the 10 minutes slow period after seeing La La Land where I realized it was not good. I, I feel incredible right now. <laughs> this is every, every Easter I watch the movie Easter Parade. Um, and I think I'm. <laughs> I think I'm also experiencing that, which is just like my my eyes are tearing up with happiness. I'm like smile, like it's just something about this is firing from all cylinders in a positive way for me, <laughs> where oh this is God. just the right amount of scary I can take. And I think it's proximity to a movie theater bathroom. I just like it. It rocks. No one is talking about this. Did anyone ever get back to Bob Krause? No, Bob Krause was later sucked into the underworld by a wall oh of arms. <laughs> If any of this I'd like to see, or this I don't want to see. <laughs> oh, my God. He passed away just last year. No. Yes. You found him? Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, Bob. Oh, he's so sweet. This picture of him. That's so sad. I'm so, I, I hope it wasn't COVID. I want to know about who Oh, wait. This. No, this is from 2006. Oh, okay. It's so weird. You know, something, something that's happening now with news sites, they'll make it seem like it's more recent. Yeah. Just for, like. SEO. I want to know who did this illustration of this ghostly, faceless woman. It's really good. If you are the faceless woman from this drive-thru, please write in. Yeah. 
Anna, you know what I would like? You know how like in old yearbooks when if you were not there for picture day, they would put a random picture in? Yeah. I think <laughs> this should this. be the new. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Oh, my God. I, I also have to say, I don't know who I'd want to meet more, the Spaceless Ghost or the like random female prankster. I know. See, <laughs> I'm just Anna. Like the movie is so perfect where it's like random, random female prankster in 1959 Hawaii meeting the faceless woman yes that getting yeah pranking her on on accident we're a24 pick up the phone we need more non-hawaiian white people writing (laughs) stories about hawaii and this is what they need (laughs) and there's something about my perspective that's absolutely indispensable (laughs) god damn oh but but truly this yeah kari Oh, Kari, write this up because this is really, really good. This is it's such a good really idea. Really good. Um, Kari. Yeah, I mean, here's – yeah, Kari, thank you so much for writing in. Um, and yeah, send us any more Send us any more spooky local stories because um, we're very into this. Yeah, movie theater ghosts. This should be a regular segment. It's just um, faceless old woman. Faceless <laughs> woman in the bathroom corner. <laughs> and now, I mean, what I feel I'm kind of robbed of in terms of, like, I feel like faceless men in the men's room, I'm like not so, I, I feel like my vibe from that would be like, okay, you know, pick a new lane. But You're something just about, here for death. Yeah. That's the thing about male ghosts. I'll go on record as saying this. Male ghost versus female ghost. The male ghost wants to kill you. The female ghost has messages. That's true. Female ghost wants to talk. <laughs> what if we just got demonetized right now? They were like, I hate speech. Welcome it. Um, send me to hell. Send me to hell. I agree. I'm, I've, I'll, I'll go on the record as well. I always prefer female ghosts to male ghosts. Yeah. I. Cause it's I'll, hard. Like, oh, go ahead. I feel all male ghosts are bringing to the table is they're mad. Sure. They're mad about yeah. being dead. I feel like there we run the gamut of emotional experience with with uh, with women ghosts um, or or just non male ghosts. You know. Yes. Yeah. Like there's there's more going on. Talk about strong female protagonist. <laughs> um, Netflix. <laughs> oh. Like, uh, it's but the thing like sometimes people will say like. You shouldn't be afraid of ghosts. They're just looking to communicate. They're just looking to be here. And I'm like, that actually doesn't do it for me. Like, that doesn't make me feel less scared. I'm also still scared to talk to proof of the uh, underworld and undead. That's a, <laughs> that's still scary. It's scary. That's like saying, like, don't be scared of the stranger in your house. Like, they just are trying. They just want something <laughs> from you. They and just want to wear your clothes. <laughs> it's like, this doesn't. Uh, yeah, I don't like, I don't really like people I know wandering around my house. <laughs> Yes, you do. I do. I do. I love a party. I love to host. Um, <laughs> I will say, okay. speaking of parties, this is my pitch for Halloween 2021 and the event that it's okay. safe to do so. Okay. Everyone wear um, folk like ghosts from American folklore costumes. That's great. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be fun. Why the first thing I thought of was Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> Not, he's not a ghost, I guess. I, will, I guess he is now. Anna, multiple brothers of mine have gone as Johnny Appleseed for multiple Halloweens. Oh, my God. That's the truth. That's yeah. too cute. <laughs> well oh into adulthood. What is it, like a satchel full of um, apples? Satchel full of apples, a pot on, like a saucepan on the head. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, sure. And then, like, you just have an apple and you just don't wear shoes. 
I think that's kind of the thing. Oh, come on. Yeah. It's too much. And then it's really cute. Wasn't there like a prayer, the Johnny Appleseed prayer? Oh, a grace. Yeah. I The camp that I went to over the summer weirdly said grace. And there was a Johnny Appleseed grace. Yeah, I'm Let looking it up. I'm racing you. Oh, the Lord's I been love- good to me. And, and so I thank the Lord for giving me the things I need, the sun, the rain, the apple seed. The Lord is good to me. Amen. <laughs> amen. 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 Sing over. Amen. 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 And then we get raptured right now. I. You know what? It, here's the thing about teaching children religion when they're children. Uh, it stays in there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, I can't remember... Half of the sentences that are said to my face, but that just came out of my bone marrow just now. <laughs> I think there was a part of me while I was doing it that was like, people are going to be really impressed by this. Anna, I am really impressed. <laughs> you just inherently knew. See, yeah, I remember all sorts of useless information, but when I want to access it, I can't. So like today, I'm sure in the shower tomorrow I'd be able to do it, but you were able to call upon it right then. I admire that. I had to look it up. Or you, when you started saying it, it was. It's like when people with Alzheimer's hear a song and then they start singing along to it. It's like, wow. <laughs> my grandma. Like, I, I just sat up bolt upright in my rocking chair and sang an aria. <laughs> and they were like, "Wow, I guess he was a singer." My grandma used to. Um, she would like in the beginning of her having Alzheimer's. She'd at the at the dinner table be like, "Okay, everyone, go around and say your favorite song." And then everyone would have to sing oh. their favorite song. And my grandma would say that her favorite song was Tea for Two. And then she would sing it. But this is how it would go. Tea for two and two for tea. I like the boys and the boys like me. Tit now I know my ABCs. Tip me over and pour me out. <laughs> <laughs> and then you all like jump down her throat like wrong. <laughs> We all, we all really were like, that's actually a masterfully like remix of four songs. I do. I think it's an improvement. Yeah, I do too. Also that rotation of it makes it a much more flirty song. I know. Tip me over and pour me out. That is. (laughs) When it's detached from the idea of a teapot, it really is sexual. (laughs) I know. I know. Um, but yeah, back back to ghosts. Uh, I also feel just in just in closing, as we talk about the faceless woman, I really appreciate the type of ghost who scares you so much that you pass out and you have to go to a hospital. Yes, God, this is literally all I'm asking for is yeah. to be sent to the hospital by a ghost. Yeah, and like anytime I get asked about like what are your goals, what's your five year plan, I'm like I've been very clear from the beginning. I mean, forced self-care from a faceless entity, that's all I want. That's kind of – I want <laughs> – That's the ideal health care. <laughs> As like a perpetually attention-seeking um, younger child of a difficult older sibling, <laughs> I w- no, would love nothing more than an IV drip at any given time. And I don't think I've ever had one. And I desperately want it to be from a ghost. <laughs> That's what I want. And, uh. and then there's just like a couple days where all you can say is like her face, her smooth, smooth face. But then like a week later, you're fine. A week later, I'm like, I don't remember it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like mean to people who are like, what about the faces ghost? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> the hell? Um, I said, I asked you if you got my mail. <laughs> Anna, yeah. we made a promise last week that we would return to our favorite segment called... 
scary, scary ideas, ideas for, for things, things that, that could, could happen. happen. Um, um, and how would you have a feeling about whether you want to go first or second? I feel I would like to go second. Great. Okay, here's mine. You suddenly feel that it's time to shop for some fun summer clothes online. And you order a really smart kind of beachy jacket that's like ideal for sitting around a bonfire. You've got a lot of big ideas about what post-vaccine life will be like. And you order the jacket and it arrives in a huge box and you open the box and it's filled with packing peanuts and you're digging through the packing peanuts. You're leaning further and further into the box. So far you're leaning that you fall into the box and you're digging to the bottom of the box thinking that's the best way to get out. You're digging to the bottom, digging to the bottom. And all of a sudden you get to the edge of the bottom of the box and it opens from the other side. And a giant being picks you up and kind of throws you around their neck like a shawl and goes, it's much heavier than I thought it was going to be. So actually, I'm going to return this. That That could could happen. happen. I wish it wouldn't. I wish it wouldn't. To be told I'm too heavy by a giant entity? No. Excuse me. That would ruin my day for sure. (laughs) That's awful. It's awful. Oh, my goodness. And that's why it is a scary thing that could happen. And you need church for thinking of that, Andrew. You're in trouble with me. <laughs> you are in trouble with me. You need church is very you good. Need church. You need Maybe church. I'll start saying that. I don't know. I'm experimenting. <laughs> I'm experimenting with my personality in my 30s. God, Andrew. Rude. I'm really sorry. No, it was good. That was really good. Well, thank you. Wow. God, the idea of being sucked through a box. To come out on the upside down of Box World. Get me out of there. Get me out. Okay. Andrew, it's my turn. I'm ready. And I've decided that I'm going to do another installment (gasps) in the series. You are the young bride of a much older man. (laughs) A much older, very rich man. Okay. You're... Your much older, very rich husband is away on business again. And he tells you to keep you company. He's sending over an old friend of his. And you wait up in the chalet where you can see four different climates from all the windows. It's up so high. And it's just you and the staff. And you're click clacking around the halls and you're um, impossibly high. Yes. Um, gorgeous silk um, set that he had made for you by a friend of his. You're click-clacking and the staff doesn't make eye contact with you because they feel bad, but they're also afraid to say the wrong thing and get in trouble because your husband is a very powerful man. (laughs) And you're waiting and the tea is ready for this person and they never show up and you wait up and after midnight and you decide to doze off and you wake up to the sound of tea being poured and you look up and it's you 
pouring tea, saying, how is your journey? And you look down, and you're wearing a muddy suit. And you look in the mirror, and you wake up. And you were just having a bad nightmare. And your husband texted you, I'm here where you, sorry, wrong person. <laughs> and you say, oh, this man. That, that could, could happen. happen. Anna, I am always riveted by the trials and tribulations of the, <laughs> of the young person who is the wife of a much older rich man, which I think should be your adult <laughs> swim short form series. Thank you. Thank you. It's just you kind of running in a big dress away from a scary house. That's every episode. Yeah. But I'm still like there. That's unclear why. Yes. Wow. I just do leave, love girl. <laughs> just leave. life ahead of you. You have your painting. <laughs> um, Anna, wow. this was such a fun one. Um, Andrew, pick me a winner. What a great email. Thank you, Kari, so much. Kari, thank you so much. And again, we'll, we'll put the pronunciations. The correct pronunciation is Kari, so kindly put in the descriptions of these of this episode. Um, again, we're sorry for messing it up, but we will continue to practice. And Thank you for your patience. Good with lord! Us. Um, but this was such a great story, Kari. If you have again, if you are um, from a, a region that maybe Anna and I are not so familiar with, and you've got a local story like this, uh, please send them in. We love these kind of local ghost tales. We get off on it. <laughs> we get off on it, baby. We're a li- we're a little freaks, <laughs> freak asses. <laughs> Come on, freak. and and you know what else we're freaks about? Get, get out. out forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Scary Stories to Tell on the Pod is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Chris Ryan. Cover art by Bats Langley. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news.